Thank you for listening to the CEO-ish podcast hosted by me, Taylor Graham. And me, Chloe Willemson. We are so excited to announce that our very own podcasting platform, Zencaster, has become our first official sponsor for the show. Check out the podcast discount link in our show notes and stay tuned for why we love using Zencaster for our podcast. Hello and welcome back to CEO-ish Podcast, or welcome if you're a new listener of ours. I'm Chloe and I'm taking this interview solo this week because Taylor is currently visiting her family in Michigan and living her best life. But this week I am sitting down with Samantha Handler, who is the founder and CEO of Kicks by Sammy. Kicks by Sammy is the custom accessories company where customers can choose their name, initials, or phrase that they want featured on each item for a one-of-a-kind personalized touch. She offers home goods, fine art, fashion accessories, and more with collections themed to back to school, college, camp, bridal, etc. Kicks by Sammy offers statement-making must-haves and gifts for any age and occasion. You'll hear all about how Samantha got her start and became a CEO at just 18 years old. And since then, Samantha has expanded Kicks by Sammy into a booming customization business across various categories and has collaborated with celebrities and influencers such as Walter Parks, Stephanie Gottlieb, David Oliver Cohen, and Justice Smith, and corporations including NBCU, CBRE, and Sweet Spot. Samantha also creates artwork for events, invitations, promotional products, murals, and more. This girl really does it all, and I'm so happy that my first interview is with another artist. So without further ado, let's hear from Sammy. Podcasting remotely can be challenging. I mean, God knows Chloe and I started a podcast in the middle of a pandemic with zero experience. But thanks to Zencaster's all-in-one web-based solution, the podcasting process has been quick and painless, the way it should be. If you've listened to our podcast for any length of time, you know that we have been obsessed with the quality of our audio from day one. And Zencaster provides crystal clear sound and gorgeous HD video. Not to mention, it's super easy to use, even for guests that aren't tech savvy. There's nothing to download, they just click the link and we start recording. Zencaster is all about making your podcasting experience easy. With everything from local recording to automatic post-productions in the tool, you don't have to leave your browser to get the episode done. We want you guys to have the same easy experience as we do for all of your podcasting and content needs. If you go to www.zen.ai slash CEOishpod and enter the promo code CEOishpod, you'll get 30% off your first three months. That's www.zen.ai slash C-E-O-I-S-H-P-O-D. It's time to share your story. All right, welcome to the show, Sammy. Can you start off by telling us a little bit about yourself and how Kicks by Sammy got started? Yeah. Hi, everyone. I'm Sammy. I am the artist and founder of Kicks by Sammy. I'm 27 years old and based in New York City. So basically, Kicks by Sammy is your one-stop shop for all things personalized products and accessories. So you're able to go on my website, pick a product, choose one of my hand-drawn designs, and then personalize it with any name or initials. And as the company began to grow and other people began to recognize our designs, we now are able to collaborate with a bunch of other corporate clients for promotional products, murals, events, and so much more. 
can you tell us a little bit about the collaboration process? Yeah, of course. So, I mean, starting with the name Kicks by Sammy, I feel like immediately you think shoes. So a little bit of background there is my senior year of high school, the summer going into my freshman year, I was in my closet searching for a pair of shoes and I found these old pair of white Keds. And I was like, oh, these could be really fun to paint because I used to in-class doodle on my Converse. So I was like, I really want cool stuff to wear in college. I was going to a Big Ten university, so I wanted a lot of spirit wear. So I began to paint them with University of Maryland logos um, and a bunch of other doodles. And I posted them on social media and it kind of began to blow up from there. And back in 2013, social media was kind of just getting started. Instagram was growing, getting big, and everyone was starting to have accounts. So um, it really was like fascinating for everyone to see me post something that was like creative and different. Um, and it started just blowing up from there with the shoes. But as that began to grow, I realized it needs to be like scalable. So the end of college, I started designing different products where I could print my actual artwork on products. So that it was more scalable and I didn't have to hand draw every like yeah. shoe. So now it was blankets, pillows, towels, but all with that same fun design that everyone loved throughout college. And it kind of then gave me the opportunity to start to collaborate with more people because they loved my style. I love that you like found that way to do it because, you know, like I'm an artist too. And I know for most of my life, I was like, it's really hard to make it as an artist. Like, unless you're like this really great artist, it's really hard. Whereas that that's really not the case. And that's, you know, the way that you're doing it is a great example of that. Like you can make the art one time and you can print it a thousand times. Well, that's exactly how I was when I like thought about art. Like I never saw it as a career at first when I first started painting on shoes. So it was a crazy kind of like evolution, seeing how people responded to my designs and products I was creating. So I always like in my head was like, oh, if you're an artist, you're like a starving artist. So I wanted to kind of change that narrative and figure out a way to actually make a living doing it. So kind of combining the idea of mass producing, but also that special touch where people can still add either change colors or add a specific icon that represents them, have their name personalized on it. People still feel like they're getting something that's special and unique. Mm -hmm. So at what point were you like, okay, I really have something like because I know that when you first started, you weren't planning on making a business out of it. At what point were you like, oh, okay, like I really should start making a business out of this, should start mass yeah. producing? Like at what point did that come about? Yeah. So my freshman year of college, I actually went in with a psychology major and I ended up doing that. But then as the business was kind of picking up freshman and sophomore year, I was like, okay, I really should probably learn about business. So I took on uh, an entrepreneurship and innovation minor. And that's kind of when I really like woke up and was like, wow, I really love business. I love art. Um, I definitely want to find a way to combine the two. So it was kind of through those classes and different like projects where I was actually hands-on creating businesses and making business plans where I was like, okay, I think I actually can evolve this from just a sneaker business to an actual mass produced market where people can buy my artwork on different products and also for different events and for corporate needs. So I really started to find ways that it could expand um, from not just being the classic pair of shoes where I would have to paint mm-hmm. and take hours to do. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of my aha moment. And then I went abroad and that was the only time throughout college that I took off four months from the business. And I realized I really missed it and it kind of like fulfilled me and really, I was really passionate about it. So when I got back, it was like senior year now. So I was like, okay, I don't want to, I was starting to interview for jobs and I was like, mm-hmm. okay, scratch that. I 
think I should just go for it. I'm young. This is my only time in my life where I can really full force go into it and not feel like I have anything to lose. So I kind of just went for it. I feel like that's common with a lot of artists. I kind of did a similar thing where I was like, okay, like I'm young. There's not going to be a better time. I'm just going to give it a shot. And if I need to go back to college or if I need to do whatever, fine. But like, I don't know. That's just really cool to hear that other artists kind of have a similar story of I'm just going to give it a shot. Yeah. I just feel like, especially when you're young, if you financially have that obligate, like ability, I was able to like, go back and live with my parents. So I kind of felt like that I was able to kind of have a cushion in case something didn't happen, but mm-hmm. I gave up other certain aspects. People, some people were moving away from home, but I realized that I'd rather focus on the business and hopefully get this launched than like immediately like get life started on my own. You know yeah, what I mean? For sure. All right. So what is your favorite thing that you've customized so far? Oh, there's a bunch of things. I guess from our product line, our blankets are number one seller. It's kind of crazy though how like our business has evolved. So when I first started products, I did it for more like tween ages. And then I was working a bunch of events and a lot of moms were coming up to me and be like, we love your designs and we so want this for like our baby. Like, can you do different baby products? So I kind of started creating a line that was towards baby. I did hooded towels. I did baby blankets, bibs, burp cloths. And that ended up being like our biggest collection ever, which we continue to expand every year. So definitely love all of our baby products, especially our blankets. Mm -hmm. And then we have had so many collaborations with different art. So there's a bunch of different ones that I love, but um, we, our first big collaboration was with CBRE, the real estate company. And I did about eight 12 foot by 12 foot window installations with my artwork that were on Michigan Avenue in Chicago, uh, two in Miami. So it's kind of the first time I saw my artwork really blown up and Mm -hmm. people from all over the world can come and see it and take pictures in front of it. Um, So that was like, I love that piece of those pieces of art, but also that it was on such a large scale that people were able to see it and post about it. That's really cool. Yeah. Okay. So being your own boss, how do you work through burnout and creative rut? You know, because you still need to do your job, but I know as an artist myself too, like some days it's just not there. I always say to people that's like the hardest part about running a business and also being like creative and artistic because they're very two different brands. So like doing the business side of like outreach to different clients, having calls, dealing with finance, all of that end, and then also being the creative end of trying to create new collections, brainstorm new products. uh, What do people want in the market? What's missing? So I definitely realized that there are some times where as an artist side, you need to take a break and kind of have a mental health day, whether it be like go on walks, go to museums, like do different creative things that are like also relaxing. um, Cause that kind of brings me back to my like creativeness Mm -hmm. Um, because especially when I'm designing new collections, if I'm like so stressed with other parts of the business, I feel like I can't really create something new and fun that people would really want to purchase. So there has to be a good middle ground. So Definitely, I personally struggle with that, um, especially when I know I have to get stuff done on the business end all the time, like oh, yeah. constantly updating things. Because as of now, I'm basically a one woman show. I don't have anyone else working full time. I have other people helping with smaller aspects of the business, but I definitely wear a lot of hats in this business as of now. <laughs> so, being that you started your entrepreneurial journey so young, did you have any like comparison going on or like? 
was that tough on your mental health? Because I know Taylor too, who wasn't able to join us today. She started her company very, very young too. And so she has been comparing herself to people who are five, 10 years older than her and being like, why am I not there yet? You know, like have you had a similar thing going on? Totally. And I also think that's like kind of hard with social media, which you also don't know when things are fake and real. So even you can be watching someone else's journey and be like, oh, they're doing this or making so much money or they already have this brand deal. And you get in your head like, oh my God, how are they doing that? But you don't know how they're feeling as well. I'm sure yeah. everyone wants to grow and doesn't feel like they hit success. Um, I feel like that's such a spectrum. So I try to like kind of come back, ground myself and be like, just by what you see isn't always accurate. And I feel like just like life in general, even if you don't have business, everyone's on a different timeline. Um, and I feel like as long as you're working hard and putting all your effort into it, like your time will come where hopefully you feel like you hit the success you wanted or you continue to work for it and keep putting in that effort. Um, so yeah, I mean, yeah, social media probably is the hardest part with that, but it's also great because you're able to share your journey and hopefully people are authentic and showing the struggles and also like the exciting parts. I mean, I know on my account, I try to show when I'm so overwhelmed, like pack, like I still will package hundreds of items a day and do like the stuff that probably you would hope like maybe an intern can do or someone you hire. But when you're running a business, you also have to take on those roles that maybe you don't want to be doing every day because it needs to get done. Yeah, definitely. So being that you started your journey so young, has your style evolved at all? I know that like, you know, once you get started, people kind of want the same thing from you, but you've grown a lot in your own life and stuff. Has it changed at all? Oh my God. When I look back on the first pair of shoes I designed, I'm like, how did people want these? Like, <laughs> I laugh like so much. I mean, it was in 2013. I was 18 years old. Like, I guess it, I, for me, it was great at the time, but I just laugh when I look back and how much like one, my art skills have evolved and gotten so much better. I'm all self-taught. So mm-hmm. like I Love never that. took art classes. I even in college, I think I took two graphic design classes. It wasn't my major or anything. Um, I always hated like being graded on artwork and kind of just like wanted to like figure things out myself, watch YouTube videos and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, no, it's crazy. Just I, I just realized with art, like it's practice makes perfect. And the more you do things, the more also like creative you get and you also evolve with the time. So like what people what's in style a few years ago might not be the style now. So I always want to keep it fresh and fun, but obviously stay true to myself. I always love like fun colors, the cool patterns um I want people to feel happy when they look at my artwork in a positive vibe so I stay true to that for sure though that's awesome okay so since you're making a lot of art for kids teens babies and stuff like I feel like those kids can look at you and if they're wanting to be an artist too they can be like okay she can be successful like I'm not gonna be a starving artist if I want to do that is there anything you're like specifically doing to help fight the starting starving artist stereotype well, it's actually so cute. A mom emailed me a few days ago and was like, my daughter is doing a class project on you. Um, <laughs> would you like send? It's so cute. I was like, oh my God, what? Like, She's like, would you send like a product? She's so nervous to have like as her display. And I was like, mm-hmm. of course, like I feel like those little things you realize like you don't realize you might be making a difference, but you're making a difference. So it was really cool to see. Um, but also like I try to do a lot of things that give back like through my collections. So 
whether it be giving, for example, every holiday season, we do a buy a gift, give a gift campaign. So we design a specific collection, usually holiday themed, where if you buy one of the products and we donate a toy to the toy drive for the holidays to give back. Um, we also do different collections where, especially during COVID, I gave back to young creatives, um, different organizations that supported girls, females, anyone in the creative fields. So I just love to find ways through different collections to also give back. Um, and also I have so many people that DM me with questions on how to use Illustrator or Photoshop. And I'm always happy to answer different questions mm-hmm. and guide um, different customers who reach out to me asking questions. And also just like about my business journey in general. Yeah, um, I love when people DM me. I feel like that's like also why I still love to like personally run my Instagram account and different social media accounts. Cause I love like actually interacting with customers mm. and followers. That's so important too. So would you ever be interested like on that note of people asking questions, would you ever consider doing like an online course or something for illustrator? I mean, I feel like I'm still learning every day since yeah. I'm self-taught. <laughs> so like, it's so crazy. Like for me to feel like I'm ready to teach it, mm-hmm. but I'm always like willing to one-on-one. I'm not ready. I don't think for like a mass course. I'm literally like, and kind of like, if I have an idea, like for my new collection, I'm like, oh, I want to have like glitter in this. I literally had to YouTube like glitter, illustrator, mm-hmm. like making patterns and stuff like that. So like every day I'm trying to teach myself new, like if I have an idea in my head, I want to figure out how to do it. That's so. We sound very similar because yeah, I do graphic design. I do not have a graphic design degree. When I got started, yeah. I was on YouTube constantly. It's a great and I also love, <laughs> my best friend happens to be a graphic designer. So it's great. When even when I'm like, okay, how do I like put this together? And we're like, I'm yeah. like, I'm like, <laughs> teach me your skills. So every day I feel like you can learn something new. I mean, Illustrator and Photoshop is like endless. And oh, also yeah. I'm trying to learn Procreate now because that's a new thing. So oh, yeah. Procreate's what I use. I would say yeah. it's the easy from what I probably is the easiest. Yeah, I definitely with, do. it's the easiest. Because <laughs> I come from like an art background then to graphic design. Mm-hmm. So right now I'm like I hand draw things and then put them into like illustrator so I'm able to like edit it from there and most people will draw on the iPad Uh so I'm kind of like still doing like the classic way um so so I'll have to get like used to eventually but yeah yeah wow that's really cool all right do you have any CEO-ish advice for our audience so this could be business related life related whatever um I feel like we were talking before but like don't have a timeline for success I just feel like great things really do like take time. Um, and also like you have to be able to adapt like in business. I've learned that a hundred percent. Like there can be things like, do th- you think things are going smoothly? Great. Working on a project and things can be thrown at you and you have to be so quick on your feet with problem solving. Um, really never take no for an answer. Like I know for production, like if something comes in wrong and like I have a due date to get like a bulk order out, like mm-hmm. you have to figure out on the spot how to not upset your customer um and really think on your feet so I obviously always want to make sure the customer is happy um so that's also another thing that I've learned with business like obviously I like to say the customer's always always right I mean they may not be but like make them feel like they (laughs) are (laughs) but make them feel like they are because it really goes a long way in business um I know for my business specifically so much of it has been word of mouth um referring other people someone receives a gift they tell everyone um, that they know to then buy it again. So just having a good reputation and knowing that they're having a good experience with customer service. And even with me personally, um, if they're gaming with me or talking with me, um, to know that 
they are not just invested in the product, but also in me running the business. Mm -hmm. That's great advice. All right. What is your favorite self-care item under $50? Ooh. Okay. Let's think. Mm. Oh my God. That's so like general. Okay. It could really be anything. Some people do like a food item. Some people do skincare. Really I know. I was thinking skincare. But then I was like, how much do things cost? <laughs> um, oh my God. Okay. Skincare. Oh, you know what I'm obsessed with right now? It's not, I don't know if it's really whatever, but my super goop glow sunscreen. I have I like very that. fair skin, but it's tinted. And I just put on every morning when I go out. Obviously, it's so important to wear sunscreen every day. Um, I put it on. I just feel like I'm going. It feels like I put makeup on. Like mm-hmm. I have it on now. And I barely put anything else on. So it kind of just feel fresh, but you know it's sunscreen that you're being protected. Yeah. Oh, that was a new purchase. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for joining us today, Sammy. Where can our audience find you and keep up with you and Kicks by Sammy? Yeah, of course. So if you want to actually shop our products, go to kicksbysammy.com. It's S-A-M-M-Y. Um, Kicks by Sammy LLC is our Instagram handle. And then kicks by Sammy for TikTok and Facebook. Um, yeah, so go shoot us a follow. If you want to check out our website, everything can be personalized online. And you also can ship directly to a recipient with a gift note. So awesome. easy for gift giving. Yeah, awesome. We will have all of that linked in the show notes. And thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me today. All right, CEOs, that is it for today's episode. We hope you guys enjoyed it. And as always, you can find all of our episode and guest information in the show notes, as well as on our website, www.coishpodcast.com, spelled like our name without the dash. Thank you all so much for supporting our show. And for more CEOish, be sure to give us a follow over on Instagram at CEOish Podcast. And be sure to follow us on our personals at Chloe Elizabeth Creative and at Tegram Biz. Be sure you're subscribed to CEO-ish wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you really love the show, be sure to give us a five-star review, whether that be on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts. It really does help us out and we read every single one. We love you guys so much and thank you for tuning in to CEO-ish. We'll see you CEOs in the next episode. Bye.